calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Greetings. I'm Ed Bates of CFA Institute, reporting from our second annual Middle East Investment Conference here in Abu Dhabi. Our guest today is Roger Lowenstein. He is also one of our conference speakers and one of our most prominent financial writers. He's the author of five books, including the New York Times bestsellers Buffett, When Genius Failed, and The End of Wall Street. He's currently a contributing writer for the New York Times Magazine and a columnist for Bloomberg. Welcome, Roger. Thanks for joining us. Ed, it's a real pleasure to be here. Just carrying on the theme of uh, your latest bestseller, The End of Wall Street, if Wall Street is dead, what is or should be taking its place? You know, and I think, uh, as you can uh, gather from a glance at the financial pages, uh, Wall Street's not completely dead. But if you'll allow me a little literary license, I think what's dead is the idea that uh, markets are self-regulating and perfect and uh, don't need supervision. Uh, this idea that, you know, uh, flowered in the 1980s in the Reagan years in the United States and, and was really nurtured uh, and watered, so to speak, by Alan Greenspan and the Fed. Uh, that, you know, whatever the derivative instrument, whatever the flavor of exotic mortgage and so on, uh, whatever the level of bank leverage, that none of it needed to be regulated. That uh, bankers with their risk models uh, uh, could do it themselves. I think you know what should take its place is a market model uh, where um, we have adults uh, supervising the kids, so to speak, where we have uh, limits on uh, leverage, uh, where perhaps we ask hard questions about whether every form of uh, uh, new derivative instrument or new security, whether every innovation is a good thing. Do we want to have active casinos betting on the failure of companies, which is what we call credit default swaps? Uh, not every innovation is necessarily going to uh, result in a healthier or more accurately pricing uh, market. So, um, you know, that's, I think, the step. And I think that's the step we're headed in. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, which global and regional, and I'm referring specifically more to the Middle East, uh, given our venue here, which trends do you find of particular concern at the moment? Well, you know, in outside the Western, uh, you know, world, I think if you're talking about financial markets, obviously, we're, you know, speaking in the Middle East, there's you know tremendous uh, political upheaval. But you know, I think in Asia, and particularly in China, there's just uh, a, a you know, tremendous uh, threat of inflation. Uh, there's tremendous. Uh, there's a disequilibrium in the currencies still between the renminbi and the Western currencies. Uh, I think there's a, uh, you know, a commodity threat, a commodity price threat in China and other uh, emerging areas. And I think we have to, you know, be prepared for uh, central banks, particularly in China, to restrain and the rest of the world to say, hey, you know, we can't all um, depend on a 10% or whatever it is a growth a year China. To, to carry through our economies. We may have to get used to a lot less for a few years. Mm -hmm. 
And related to that, uh, where and in what form is the next big asset bubble uh, being created? You know, uh, Chinese real estate right now, uh, you know, what I hear is that uh, uh, apartments are going at, you know, 1% yields in uh, Beijing. And even grandmothers are, are you know, urging, uh, this is a, a real anecdote, uh, are urging, uh, you know, relative strangers in the street, hey, you got to get into real estate. And that reminds me of the stuff that, you know, Joe Kennedy heard on Wall Street in, uh, you know, in the late 20s. Uh, I, I think even though in um, uh, the developed, the so-called developed world, there's um, a little, uh, the attitude is a little too blasé with respect to um, sovereign debt, treasuries, you know, also in Europe and in England, that you know, the potential for uh, central banks having to uh, really to, to get away from you know, the QE2 type, you know, inflationary policies uh, and towards more restrictive policies, you know, the, the potential for an interest rate shock, uh, I think, is very real and very underestimated by markets. Mm -hmm. Right. You wrote a book about Warren Buffett, obviously. In your view, what is the future of value investing? Well, value investing has a great future uh, because uh, because it's obverse. It's converse has such a great uh, future. And you know, whenever you have markets that are going to misprice things, whenever you have um, markets that are going to drive real estate to a, you know hundred to one cap rate and so on, then you're going to have room for uh, for other people. We call them value investors to say, hey, this is out of whack. You know, this isn't worth this. It's worth that. And, and that creates an arbitrage or, you know, an opportunity for value investment. I mean, as, as long as there'll be people who follow the crowd, which perforce will drive an asset you know, to and beyond where it should go, there'll be opportunities in the upside or the downside for value investors to do what they do, which is to, to, to spot, you know, under overpriced securities and, and wait patiently for them to come back in line. Mm -hmm. So lastly, um, personally, how would you invest uh, in current conditions and, and why? Well, I'd really stay, uh, w you know, far, far away from um, long-term bonds because I, for the reasons I, I said, I, uh, I'm, you know, very wary about uh, interest rates spiking up either because of uh, uh, central banks getting out of their reflationary mode or because of the problems of sovereign nations. You know, the, 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 the debt demand so great that, you know, their borrowing could drive rates up. Um, you know, with equity markets having had the run in many places where they had, I'd invest cautiously, you know, in, in equity markets too. I'd be wary of this idea that emerging markets are some sort of garden of Eden, you know, untainted by the errors of the developed world, you know. Uh, emerging markets uh, uh, can collapse too. I mean, it, 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 it's amazing that I even have to say that because uh, 12 years ago all they were doing was collapsing. And the fact that they've had a good run doesn't mean that we should drop our guard. It, it means that we should raise it. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, thank you very much for your very valuable insights, Roger. Much appreciated. Thank you. It's a real pleasure. And thank you for joining us for this Take 15. Copyright 2011, CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice.
If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.